You're listening to Gizmonic Institute Radio. In the not-too-distant future, in the basement of a chunky cheese, there was a guy named Dr. Odd, concocting an evil scheme. One thing that drove him bonkers was people talking when movies played. So he shot some suckers into space to make them watch MST3K. Yes. Can we make? I know there's only two of us, but can we make a barbershop quartet, please? Ooh, uh, well, we can make a barbershop duet. No, I want it to be a barbershop quartet, and my entire self worth is riding on this. Then, well, I mean, you have to learn how to throat sing. Oh, like, uh, like Tibetan monks. Okay. All right, here you go. Here's mm-hmm. my best bet. Oh. <laughs> it's like a, it's oh. like a Chewbacca. Keep, keep trying. You try. Oh. 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 Hey, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's not actually surprisingly good. I think I feel we proud could sell an album. Uh, what do you want to do? Like uh, "Good Night, Sweetheart." Sure. Sweetheart. Sweetheart. Oh. Was this everything you wanted it to be? Are you? Are you? Hey, are you guys? Uh, are you singing underwater again? I told you. Do your ventriloquist act somewhere else. No, it's a barbershop quartet. Puppets freak me out. <laughs> I need to give Renee a Heimlich maneuver. <coughs> oh, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, that's what you get. Mm-hmm. You know? For, oh. for what? <laughs> no one believes you. Tri- no one believes you're drinking the water and the puppet is talking. Everyone knows that is done mm. through black magic. <laughs> I mean, that's probably true with yeah, most of those Yeah, because ventro puppets. actually means venti, which means coffee. Uh huh. And? And then coffee's black magic. Oh, interesting. Yes. Okay. All ventriloquists are wizards. Coffee wizards. Yeah. What about jugglers? Fact. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but it is a fact. <laughs> All ventriloquists are wizards. Hold on. Let me get the, my fact book out so I can write this down in my fact book. Okay. Fact. All ventriloquists are wizards. Okay. Uh, it looks like it also says in here, <laughs> Jeff is cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you need to scratch that one out. Just uh, uh, oh, There we go. Yeah. That book, that book, the credibility <laughs> is ruined. Uh, yeah, it doesn't mean anything Well, I anymore. guess all ventriloquists hey, magic uh, wizards, yes. I can't help but notice, Dr. Odd, that, that you have a whole lot of, like, terracotta Mr. T faces yes, around you. Yes, thank you for noticing that. Uh, What's going on? That is right. <laughs> Is, I have uh, a question. Uh, before we start talking about the terracotta Mr. T-Faces, do you intentionally stack up things in back of the view of your camera to have us ask about them every week? No, it's just that I buy so much so much crap. Okay. There's nowhere right. else to put it. Okay, okay, it's just like an endless cycle. I, I also think it's you. not intentional because uh-huh. I just picked out one. Like, I could have paid attention to the fact that there's an egg that's covered in sequins. But yeah, I'm, or the ro- the roller skates that are like, there's like eight yeah, of them. Yeah, we don't, we don't have to talk about that right now. The same mannequin, yeah. Look, uh-huh. I pity the fool who <laughs> okay. doesn't get in on this new scheme I got going. You, okay? you have an impeccable Mr. T, the impression, by the way. Yes. 
I pity the fool. I ain't, I ain't getting no aeroplane. <laughs> Here, drink this Remember milk. Remember that? Yeah, uh-huh. they'd always give him milk with drugs in That's it. That's right. That's messed up, huh? Stay in drugs. Eat your school. <laughs> yep. Anyway, I've got all these uh, uh, Mr. T terracotta heads. I'm glad you noticed that. They, uh, listen, you know how I love going down to Bob's Liquidation Mart down here? Yes. Mm-hmm. Place is great. You know, you find anything there. Like, Do you remember the you time know, that you went, you thought you were going to Bob's Liquidation Mart, but you went to Rob's Liquid Mart? Yeah. You got all that uh, liquid. It was, uh, it was a soupy week. Yeah. But, you know, the, uh, you can find anything in that place. Like, mm-hmm. uh, look, look here. Look here what I have. You see this? See what oh. this is? Yeah. It's, it's just a box of mannequin toes. Yeah. I, that's that's what I was gonna say. You know what? Yeah. This, you know th- that's just the darndest thing is that when I buy a mannequin, the first part that falls off is the toes. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that's you right. know there's, there's a niche for that. Yep. And that's why it's so crazy that Toby's toe outlet went out of business and got liquidated. Oh, yeah, yeah. Into, I can't into believe Bob's it. liquidation. Where yeah. do you get your toes now? You know. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'll get you a toe. Yeah. Oh, but thanks. look, look. Oh. This isn't about the toes, so let's put the toes to the side here. Okay, all right. Let's talk about more about what's afoot now. now Look. Oh. It's, it's a little distracting. You said that you didn't want to talk about the toes anymore, but then you put one on each finger, and it's really hard You're to right. pay attention. Yeah. Look, I'm not going to lie. I always want to talk about the toes, but I, I really want to get back to this scheme. Luckily, someplace closed around here. Uh, I found... All, I mean, I am talking about insane amounts of Chia Pets. Do you guys know about these? Oh. Do you know about oh. Chia Pets? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's like a little watch that you carry around, and it's got an animal, and it dies. Nope, that's not it at all. Oh. No, you're thinking of Pokemon. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, probably. But... Was that store, was that Marty's Mr. Tia Pets? Is that the one that closed? Yeah, that's it. Okay. No, okay. I, I can't believe they went under either. I mean, yeah, I know. Look, it's a bit of a niche market. Yeah, but still, I mean, every time, anytime a family member or close friend's birthday rolled around, I knew exactly where or, I was going uh, to get them a present. Also, a hit at funerals. Mm-hmm. Very big. Bar mitzvah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't. What was that slogan he had? Don't be a Baracus. <laughs> Come yeah, down to Mr. Chia's. Uh-huh. It, Marty's it Mr. Chia's, yeah. Mm-hmm. It didn't translate well on the side no. either. No, but, it was, yeah. So anyway, here's what I'm thinking, okay? Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to beam all of these chia seeds up to you guys, okay? okay. Look, the Mr. T heads are great and everything. Mm-hmm. But what I really no, care they're about are these, yeah, they're, these they're magic really great. growing seeds. <gasps> like Jack and the Beanstalk? Oh, do you need we're our... Gonna get- are you going to take our cow? We're going to get rich. But we are going to grow these things. We're going to have a sustainable food source, okay? It's going to be great. You guys are going to be eating all these little, look, I don't know what they are, chia plant. Wait, did, did chia seeds come out of Mr. Chia heads? Yo, well, they would if they weren't in the heads. Oh. Because, they, well, they grow, oh gosh, how does the chia pet work? So basically, as far as I can tell, you there's like a, you 
mix the seeds in this packet okay. with uh, this water, and then you see seeds here like it turns into some kind of a goop, and There's then you just sculling crossbones on his water flask, and, yeah. sure. <laughs> and then you just go like this. You just spread oh, you the put goop. it on your face, huh? Put it right on your face. Huh, okay, and that, that's and eating you it? And you water it, and you get some sun, and it grows, and you got food right on your face. Are you worried about the background radiation from the transporter, and these chia seeds, and the Mr. T heads? I mean, I mean, I'm not. Eh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, guess they are coming at that. End of it, but hey. Hey, let me ask you a different question. Should we be worried about the background radiation from the transporter on no, these chia seeds? Okay. okay. Everything else has happened, this is what you're worried about? Dr. Odd. I am worried about everything now. <laughs> you have to tell but, us, if we died because of an experiment, could you replace us? N- no. You, <laughs> you two are irreplaceable. Irreplaceable. Oh, that's beautiful. That's what we are. We're no, the best. Definitely not clones of you in oh. tubes right now. I would not do that. No. I would not I- do that. I would not have already spread the sweet, sweet chia mud all over, all over the other clone bodies. That's not okay. a thing I would do. Okay? No, I, I believe you because they don't exist, right? Right. See, exactly. Yeah, you can't. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You could try so to make a clone. It's in of the us. realm of fantasy. Yeah, it's like I'm not wearing a bracelet on my fourth arm. We are the best victims. Period. Mm-hmm. We yep. are number one. We have the strongest Stockholm syndrome. Even clones could be us. Even someone in Sweden has less Stockholm syndrome than we do. Mm-hmm. 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 That's saying a lot. Anyway, so <laughs> so anyway, I'm gonna get this ready. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna okay. Get this stuff together. As you can see, I've already smeared some of my face. Let me tell you, it feels great. Great mm-hmm. for the pores. You're gonna it's, love it. You know, I want to say, I want to say that it looks great because, again, Stockholm Syndrome, Stockholm I do Syndrome. feel like... In fact, I, yeah. I feel like Dr. Hod's like the best looking person ever. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like he's kind of like my dad. I feel like he's my dad. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's like my double dad. I he's basically, like... I basically am, you know? Okay. I mean, well... That's weird to say that. Honestly, That's... more than basically, I'm legally, <laughs> I am now your dad because okay. you know, of the paperwork. <sighs> Can we, anyway, yeah, can, can, can we call, call you Dr. Dad? Yeah, can we call you Dad Odd? Dad, Dad Odd? Not. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely not. But, of course, as mentioned before, in the event of your death, I will, of course, be registered as your next of kin. Look, let's get these chia seeds okay. up here to you guys. I mean, we don't have control of the transporter. <laughs> this is, this is yeah, a I you we thing. Should, we should go to Look, our log, yeah. huh? I have it under good authority that, like... No ag weirdos and hippies are buying the crap out of these chia plants. So we're just gonna speed the process up a little bit, you know? Sure. Put it through the transporter. Mm-hmm. A little bit of very uh, organic radiation sure. will be applied, okay, yeah. to the seeds. You guys, Checks you out. get them up there. You mix it in the water. Just spread it on. You know, honestly, just spread it on anything. Just put okay. it anywhere you want, but definitely on your bodies and stuff. I mean, we don't want to waste that space. So, sure, yeah. yeah and, then we'll, and then it will be harvest time. Whoa, that sounds ominous. Um, Can you send at least two of the Mr. T heads with them for us? Fine, Dad, please, Dad, Dad. 
Donnie. Yeah. He doesn't want to get on the airplane. I know. It's, well, okay, that's fair. Give him some of that milk. The okay. milk in your skull and crossbones. There we go. There, I poured the milk all over it. You know, it, it really, that terracotta really absorbed that milk, like, real quick. Yeah, no, that's shocking, I think, is what I would describe that as. But All right, let's do our audio log, and then we'll we'll get to sowing your chia seeds. Sowing yes. your wild chia get seeds. Get to work, my, my farm hands. This is the audio log for MST3K Season 11, Episode 10, Wizards of the Lost Kingdom. Wow. Wait, no. Wolk. 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 There you go. Did, do you think they ever found the kingdom? Uh, you know, that's interesting because they kept kind of joking that, that that's kind of like, well, what's lost about it? But he did sort of move it, right? Or else he like drowned a bunch of villagers. Yeah, because they, they, they put turned a, river. a stream into a waterfall. Yeah, they put a river where there was a creek, so... So now is this been moved in time and so space. Th- this is a movie where the title has nothing to do with the the movie itself. It just, other than there's a wizards and a kingdom. That's fair. Um, I mean, it's kind of like if you took uh, name a movie for Star example. Wars. You took Star Wars and they named it uh, Guys with Hair. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like light sword. Light sword. Uh, now you're still two on man. the nose. Light sword dog man. Sometimes people eat. This is the yeah, name sometimes, of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like. It's something that, to be fair, is in the movie. Yep, spaceship. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that the the wizards were of the Lost Kingdom, like they're from the Lost Kingdom, or they're wizards of the Lost, and it's a kingdom of them? I think you had to work really hard to get to the second one, so I think you know what the answer is in your heart, Jeff. And I, I want to know what prompted you to ask that question. I'm staring at the title. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the uh, the MST3K part of this, though. So uh, the first segment, um, let's see if I can get this right. TV's son of TV's Frank <laughs> is writing in his TV's diary of TV's son of TV's Frank. Right? Yes. Is that? Okay. And I like that he asks a question, closes the book, and mm-hmm. opens it hoping for an answer. Hoping for an answer, yes. He's, he's talking about how he's in love with Kinga, um, his boss, mm-hmm. um, and then also talks about how he found a key. Mm-hmm. And a keyhole. And he becomes a, a the daddy of a robot dragon. A big metal snake. Either there's a dragon or a snake. Uh, well, you know what? Dealer's pick. We couldn't see its body, so. Mm. It does look like, what's the metal Pokemon? Oh, Onyx. No, well, Steelix. No. Steelix. Yeah, yeah, it looked like Steelix. Or like a steel Hellkite from Magic the Gathering. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Any of those things. Either of those things. Do you um, think it'll ever come up again? <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I haven't, like, I have not seen the... It, it felt like they were laying down groundwork, but then it would also be funny if they just never <laughs> mentioned it Right, again. right, yeah. I have not seen the end of this season because I was saving it to watch for this show, and then, um, you know, we're still <laughs> working our way through it. We so. were asleep for, like, three years. Yeah, we Give were. Give us a break, people. It was. Um, it, it was. The other day, Give I us almost... a break, people. It was. That's what. That's my. That's a human response to that, right? It was. <laughs> you know, the other day, I almost laid down in the pot again. You did. It was a mm-hmm. narrow mix. As long as only one of us does at a time, I think it's probably fine. Oh, so you're fine with being alone here for like three years? No, I can wake you up, probably. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we don't know that, but that's possible. That's true. I, I guess I'll find out what happens when I if I unplug the pod. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it just died. Well, that would, yeah, That then I'd plug it back in, I guess. Um, the Invention Exchange, uh, Jonah and the bots invent verbal smoke bombs. Um, which I like that very much. Things you can say to get out of conversations uh, like that you don't want to be in. All right, let's say that you're at a, mm-hmm. a charcuterie party. Part- yeah, a yeah, charcuterie, charcuterie party. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> and uh, somebody starts talking about something that makes you a little bit uncomfortable or bored. No, let's go with bored. Let's say somebody starts talking about a time that they went water skiing, but the boat wouldn't start. Okay. And you, it's time for you to try to get out of it. Go, go, go. This cheese has been poisoned. <laughs> Is that <laughs> Now, here's a potential problem. If okay. somebody calls your bluff, though. Mm-hmm. And they you, start eating the cheese? No, I'm just saying, like, people are like, no, it's not. And then you're like, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> and then they're like, are you trying to get out of this conversation? Uh-huh. No. This cheese has been poisoned. It's the, <coughs> and then you fall over. I yeah. saw Todd licking the salami earlier. <laughs> now you've got beef mm-hmm. with Todd yeah. over, over the salami. salami. Yeah. What about you? What's, what's yeah. your go-to? You got to give me a scenario. Okay, you're at, um, let's see, you're at a work gathering. Your coworkers are all there. You're eating hors d'oeuvres, and somebody starts talking about politics in a really aggressive way. Okay. Um, I would uh, jump into the middle, mm-hmm. and I would hold up my horse divorce. Okay. <laughs> and uh-huh. I would say, why this be so tiny? <laughs> okay. Well, so that seems like a conversation starter. <laughs> Because then, then everyone's talking. I mean, you're, you're changing the subject. No, hang on. You haven't finished. Okay, okay, then yes. I throw it down like the smoke, actual smoke bomb, but it's okay. just meat on the floor. <laughs> and then I run away. And you point, meat on the floor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This this tastes like floor meat. My, my, mine works a lot more like the original smoke, smoke bomb. Smoke bomb. Yeah, it, it, it really is. Bomb. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. So... This, this, another one I thought of while you're saying that is I could yeah. say, like, uh, this salami's made out of mystery meat. I, you know, I was trying to think of, like, something <laughs> like. Like, your delivery is so much better than your content. There's yeah. this mismatch where I was like ready to just uh-huh. like just have this good laugh fest with you, and then I realized what you said was garbage. This salami's made out of Todd. <laughs> That's why he was licking it. <laughs> what? No. See, I, but I have I have absconded from the conversation. Yeah. It, no one wants to talk to me it, anymore. No one wants to talk to even me. I'm. No, it's yeah. It it worked. It's working pretty well. Mm-hmm. So okay. The Mads uh, Invention Exchange is the sponsor clock um, where they uh, figured out a way to monetize the concept of time by selling the numbers on the clock to different sponsors like six was motel six and both seven and eleven were seven and eleven i thought this was funny and enjoyable and i had mm-hmm. several things that i couldn't tell if were intentional and part of the bit or i, I thought it was very interesting that they chose to leave just like three numbers just as numbers. so they left 12, 12 1 4 and 10 right and so I'm thinking this is an opportunity for us to pitch some sponsors. Okay, for 12, all right, 1, 4, all right. And 10. Okay, all right. Who's who's twelve? Who's twelve? Okay, twelve. A company that's twelve, like midnight something or noon. Yeah, but I don't think you can just invent a company. No, I'm just saying. I'm trying to think of names of ones. Oh, you want help? I'm yeah. not going to give you help. Okay. Um, is there oh what is there a twelve grand bar? Is that a thing? That's probably a thing. Let's leave, there you let's go, see. twelve grand. Twelve grand. It's some amount of money, so it could be um, interchangeable. Yeah, it, uh, no, it's not. I think I'm thinking of like a tw- uh, ten grand or something. I don't know. There's not a twelve grand bar. Was um, ten one of the numbers that was available though? It might have been. All right, you get it. You get yes. it. It's a ten grand. Nice. Well, let, let me see if a ten grand is the bar because I just said that. <laughs> 
because I knew it wasn't 12 because I looked up that it's There's not somebody 12. who's like eating this candy bar and like talking through their mouthful. Like, 100 grand bar. 100 grand. Okay, so, so that's 100 not, is divisible by 10. That's, well, so I mean, anything is technically <gasps> divisible by oh, 10. Oh, 100 grand is one o'clock. That's one, the one. Okay. It's like they just sneak a little colon in there. Now, could just one. Just like, hang on, just okay. like 100 grand sneaks into your colon. <laughs> you sneak a colon for the zeros. Okay, okay. See, perfect, flawless. See, I was going to say one could be also the the sponsored by the Beatles musical one. No, mine's okay, is better. Okay, yours is better. <laughs> um, well, we still need a 12. Okay, 12. Um, but let, let, let's see, what about four? The classic country song. Four could be fortune cookies. Oh, fortune cookies, right? Just good. the concept? 12 is the classic country song. It's 12 o'clock somewhere. Okay. Everyone knows yep. it's, it's 12 always 12 o'clock, yeah. o'clock uh-huh. somewhere. It's, it's about lunch. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. about lunch. Yeah, lunch. <laughs> 10. Mm-hmm. Um, see, I think, 10? I, I think I'm seeing why they left these numbers not done. <laughs> they got to 9 being Nike, and they're like, okay, we can't. We can't yeah. do this anymore. Uh, 10 would be 10. Ten, Tinker tots. Temperature. T- uh, a temp- Tinker. 10. Ten Tempur-Pedic. Tempur-Pedic. Yeah. That's very good. The call, bed. Call, the bed people. Call us mm-hmm. Tempur-Pedic. Yep. Yeah, you're the only mattress company that doesn't advertise on podcasts yet, yeah. Tempur-Pedic. Yeah, Casper's going to take all your customers. Mm-hmm. Um, spooky beds. There's, yeah, they're beds made out of ghosts. <laughs> Purple ghosts. I, did we ever come up with 12? Elves. Elves, like uh, Keebler cookies. Yeah. 12. 12. 12. Okay, we got 12. there. 12. All right, sweet. Second segment. Uh, Jonah and the Bots discuss why Kor has the nickname The Conqueror. Mm. Um, and they also analyze his, his lighthearted post-killing expression. Yeah. Really highlighting the fact that he ended, he snuffed out at like five lives. That's something that I've always felt when I've watched movies and played video games. Just like just like how casually you're just supposed to kill hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yep, I mean, don't yep. get me wrong. I'm not one of those people who are like, you know, video games make people into villains or things like that. But like, I do remember like when I was a child playing like, I don't know, Mass Effect. Or, well, you know, that's what the aliens. Give yeah, me an example. Mm-hmm. Um, Goldeneye. I'm playing Goldeneye. Just yes. going around just killing people in uh-huh. hallways and stuff like that and I'm like should I feel more bad about this than I do I've killed like 700 people <laughs> like this in is in video games yes yeah quick, oh quick sorry disclaimer. Yeah, 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 yeah. in in video in in a, in a particular level and you're like this is this is like that was what always got me about uh like some of the the more like Light-hearted kind of really like the Nathan Drake video games, right? Like Uncharted, he's like this rogue guy. Yeah, he's it's like, like, hey, I'm I'm likable. I'm a likable rogue. Let me real quick gun down like, like 800 private military people. And they're like just people. They're just guys. Mm-hmm. They're just not even like. Yeah, it's like someone is paying them to like protect like some like ancient ruin or something, and then all of a sudden this this Indiana Jones guy shows up and just like murks them all. <laughs> Um. Anyway, yeah. So that was that was that segment. Uh, third segment. Uh, Tom, who's dressed as the Simon from the movie, uh, summons undead crow minions, and Jonah, who's dressed as Core from the movie, sings a song about how he has to be patient with his magic. It's very reminiscent of the the preteen sex ed videos. Yeah, I was gonna say. I feel like there's like they're drawing a parallel to like magic and puberty, kind of. Right. What I like, I liked that. I to me, I thought they were kind of pointing out that like this movie could have had something that like had resonance or meaning to mm-hmm. to the audience but 
but chose not to, right? They chose to, it's like, oh, everyone can relate to feeling bad about summoning the dead, you know, like right, kind of like right. making fun of the fact that they didn't have anything that that the reach beyond the confines of the 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 fantasy plot. I do had. really like how your expectations for these movies, because this is the second time you've been like, there was no lesson in. Uh, um, no, I'm, I'm not. I don't have the expectations because I know these are bad movies because they've been selected to be riffed upon. Right. But I'm just right. saying, like, like when you notice those missed opportunities, and then they make the that's bit fair, yeah. about that missed opportunity. I think that's clever it, on it the brings part it, of it brings it Jonah home. and the bot. So here's here's a big question for you. How'd you like this song? I, I Like I said, it made me laugh pretty hard because it made me think of all those coming of age. Because I don't know if, like, you know, as a young male in the 90s, early 2000s, what you were exposed to in terms of those type of films. But mm-hmm. as a young female in the 90s and early 2000s, the cartoons and stuff they had us watch to, to educate us about our bodies were hilariously, like, trying so hard to be cool. Like they, mm. there were these really dumb animations and like kids wearing like their punk clothes and they listen to their rock music. See, that sounds cool. I were, mean, it sounds it doesn't sound cool, but it sounds like interesting. It, it tried really, really, really hard to be relatable, but it was clearly like like three forty year old men in a boardroom okay. being like, "What so will the like teens teenage want? mutant ninja turtles, but for puberty?" Yeah, yeah, teenage mutant ninja preteen. Wait, preteen <laughs> mutant ninja turtles. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's kind of like, you know, like you would go to like, I remember like in the early 2000s, I go to Walmart and they'd mm-hmm. be like, you could buy underwear that says like, LOL. on it. Okay. <laughs> you okay. know, and they're like, yeah, yeah. clearly they n- uh, get that it's a thing and they're trying to make money off of it somehow. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so long story short, this section, I related to it strongly and it made me crack up. The, and I also the, thought it was poignant. Commentary. My experience with those films, I'm pretty sure um, that the school district that I, I went to school in was very poor. Uh, because you know that like a lot of times when they'd show some sort of media and they'd bring out they'd have that tv on a cart yeah no, like we had the, that too. the crt i don't think you're that then uh, uh, hold on We're because different i'm i'm pretty sure that uh at least for some of the the grades where we had the these these sort of films that we had to watch they had to go and get some other sort of media player out of storage somewhere mm. like something that played like a projector like a, like a reel to reel or something. Impressive. So that that shows you how old the uh, the content was that yeah, we I just, had. Yeah, it's hard to tell when it's budget and then when it's a lack of mm-hmm. care. Or or when it's just old. You know, it's like the 1950s. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, you got your vinyl. Mm-hmm. People love vinyl. Yeah. People love their projector videos about the human body. <laughs> yeah. Fun fun. There, there, there's just a bunch of misinformation. It's like the the hairs on the scalp will be stronger if you tr- smoke more cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Always our- never forget to smoke cigarettes while riding your bikes, yeah. kids. <laughs> Puberty brought to you by Lucky Strike. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Perfect. Um, the uh, fourth segment, Joan and the Bots read some letters from listeners. Yeah, um, cute drawings. One is a picture of Tom with a giant head. Um, another is a picture that has like the old mad scientists and bots and... Uh, for some reason, Crow looks at it and thinks that it's a picture of them in a mind prison. That's what I thought it was, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, it turns out it's actually GPC, and then I could see it once they said that. But yeah. when he said mind prison, I was like, yeah. I just thought it was a child's drawing, and 
Yeah, you they just, are normally bad. You just oh wow, really? Yeah. Just mm-hmm. roasting this child, aren't you? No, Jeff? I'm just saying all children. Maybe they're listening to this podcast right now, and they're uh, like, "What are you talking about?" I've had children draw me drawings, and I have said this is this means a lot to me because you made it for me, but it's not good. <gasps> like it's not. It's not a like I'm not like this. All is. right, listeners, <laughs> send in your your GPC art and let's have Jeff just annihilate mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I'll he'll be like, "What? Do you, this isn't Rembrandt." I'm not this saying is, it has to be Rembrandt. It was. <laughs> no, I want you to art it, critique. Our, our listeners, I will if our listeners send us artwork. I will art critique it, and I <laughs> you will can look be, forward to feeling bad about yourself. I will be. I will be kind. <laughs> if your kids listen to the show, let's, let's see their crappy art. <laughs> It's, it's it's not good. <laughs> moving on. Moving, moving on. on. Final segment. Joan and the Bots played the Wizards of the Lost Kingdom Suicide Cave playset. That also um, made me so nostalgic for like the big for play your set Wizards of the Lost Kingdom no, Suicide Cave playset. But just set. like the commercials that I'd see on TV oh, yeah. in the nineties mm-hmm. for like these, these the big play sets. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You'd be like, mm-hmm. oh sweet, it comes with like a revolving graveyard or something. <laughs> yeah, classic revolving classic graveyard. Revol- uh, there's Spring one that was like loaded. Coffin. There's one that was like like haunted swamps with monster trucks or something. Okay, yeah. I have. It can't be just a fever dream. It has to exist out there somewhere. No, Com- yeah. Haunts, haunted swamps with monster trucks. Comment below if you know yeah, what I'm talking about. If you know about. about the haunted swamps with monster trucks. 90s commercial. 90s commercial. They're it seems them. like your own personal marketing person like just found the itch that they I know, but that's the thing. To scratch that, for that you. This is before like they could listen to me on Alexa or whatever. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do have, uh, so the, the Mads also, um, uh, tease that there's going to be a second one of these Wizards of the Lost Kingdom movies. That'd be fun. Watch. Yeah. Um, which is not really that much of a tease since, you know, in order to watch it, you have to see the list of episodes on Netflix and you can see the next one is Wizards of the Lost Kingdom too. I found it to be an, an endearingly bad movie. Yes. Um, I do want to notice in this last segment. I, there are two things about the Wizards of the Lost Kingdom Suicide Cave playset. Um, the first is that they actually did kind of a riff uh, that was similar to this in the movie. They talked about how it was like a, a He-Man playset, right? And then it, and then they made it into its own thing, which is kind of sometimes when they do that, they don't. They'll just be like, "That sounds like a, a actual play." Like they they don't reference it being part of another property, like they did with He-Man mm. in this one. So that was kind of weird. The other that I noticed, though, is uh, did you notice this about the Wizards of the Lost Kingdom Suicide Cave playset? It wasn't made out of laser cut wood. I did also yeah. think I was like, so what? You guys, you guys took out all the trees. Yeah, would you run out of? You run out of trees. Run out of wood. Run out of balsa wood. <laughs> maybe uh, they were getting the memo that they're like, ah, come on, cut it out, guys. Maybe, or maybe it was just hard to make a cool looking cave out of wood. I feel like they've done so much harder things. That's true. They did do the Yongari. Or like bar. Cry Wilderness. They did the mountain. That's true. Yep. They did uh, They did all of the uh, Cry Wilderness uh, cryptids. So, um, all right. Let's go on to our segment that you have created called Not Known Nuggets. Not Known Nuggets. Are you ready Yum. to learn some Not Known Nuggets about Wizards of the Lost Kingdom? Yeah. Give me some. Okay. Yum, yum, yum. So, Wizards of the Lost Kingdom. Um, is an entry in a series of nine sword and sorcery films that Roger Corman produced in Argentina in the 80s. That's a good nugget. Yeah. Um, the, yeah. Another one of the films in this series uh, is uh, the Deathstalker films. Was this was this film, because it looked like the, like, 
the the mouths were matching up to what they're saying. Was it dubbed? Because when I saw the the list of the names, they didn't look like uh, traditional American. So it was filmed in Argentina. I don't know if it was dubbed. Okay, because um, it didn't look dubbed. No, I I just think it, they used some like ADR and they did a bad job with it. Right, that's what I'm saying yeah. though. Is that like I don't think it was dubbed, but then like the names of the the actors were like were not. We're not American, stereotypical yeah, American eighties yeah, mm-hmm. names. Bo Svensson. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, no, I, I don't I don't think it was dubbed. I think it was uh in they just did bad ADR with it. Yeah. Um but the uh the Deathstalker films, uh which are like four of, are also in this series of films he did in Argentina. Um and the third Deathstalker film is featured in MST three K season seven. That's a good nugget. Yep. Yeah, um it's not related like the Deathstalker and Wizards of the Lost Kingdom are two separate series, or are so, they? Yes. New nugget. New nugget. <laughs> new, new nugget. Nugget. That you know now. A nugget of knowledge that is now new because I'm saying it is they're actually connected. Another nugget. <laughs> I'm objectively about stating that. Ed Naha, the film's dir- the film's writer, not director, because Roger Corman directed it. Um, but he said uh, about the production, um, and this is a quote from Ed Naha, the the writer of the film. I don't think this movie was so much shot as it was beaten to death. (laughs) When they whittled it down uh, to what was useful from the footage, it only ran 58 minutes. Now, Roger had done a lot of sword and sorcery films, and so he told a couple editors to pull all they could from them and edit the footage in. So now the finished movie has 15 or 20 minute prologue that has nothing to do with the rest of the film. Mm -hmm. So that explains why there was like... A bunch of stuff just so, yeah the, be- the it was beginning just part that you're like this just feels feels like filler mm-hmm. it's because it actually was filler it was just images from a completely separate film uh that they just used to to pad it out i feel like this has happened so many times in the movies that we've watched on here that like maybe you and i could open a company where we just make bad filler yeah, for, movie for filler. bad movies yeah yeah it's like a hundred percent cheese movie fillers mm, oh yeah hundred percent cheese that's what we call our company exactly and mm-hmm. like it's like inject cheese here and it's got little like a dotted line and mm. and you know okay. you know how we could promote our company how one colon zero zero percent cheese movie filler and then we could buy the spot of one on the clock nice yeah. mm-hmm. everyone like Likes one percent something, yeah. you know. When I'm looking, no, at it's so one colon zero zero. <laughs> so it's still a hundred percent. One o'clock. One o'clock percent. Yeah, we're just getting that that, or we could do one zero colon zero. For, we could do the ten. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's still a hundred. There's just a colon in there. Um, here's another quote. Apparently, Ed Naha, the writer, was uh, interviewed about this film. Another interesting quote um, that he had. This is this is regarding the sequel, which we haven't watched yet. But I thought that this quote was funny, so I pulled it. Um, he said, three years later, I'm at a wedding reception for a friend that still works for Roger Corman. Uh, and Roger's there. So we're chatting and kidding around. And I said, oh, man, remember that Wizards of the Lost Kingdom movie? You know, the movie they made together that this guy wrote. Um, and Roger said, oh, you know, that did very well in video. We filmed a sequel. <laughs> so he was not involved with the sequel, the guy who wrote the movie. Oh, wow. They just, they just like made another one to cash in on it sounds very gracious of them yep um wizard of the lost kingdom received mixed to positive reception from critics who considered a lighter and softer improvement of roger corman barbarian films of the 80s mm-hmm. so now you know those not known nuggets that you didn't know before it also felt very much like you know there were a lot of during the the movie they made a lot of risks related to star wars and mm-hmm. it, you could definitely get that they were trying to capitalize on some star wars tropes oh for sure with, yeah mm-hmm. with core as the the han solo and 
and Gruzwack or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> no Gruzwack. Yeah, <laughs> Whittle Sticks. Uh-huh. What's the name of the Yeti? Um, Golfax. Golfax. Mm-hmm. No Gruzwack. <laughs> Golfwax. Yeah. Para- mm-hmm. para- paraffin. Yeah. Uh, he uh, <laughs> he's clearly the Wookiee, which you know they made that joke a bunch, and then all the little puppets and stuff like that. It, you know, it felt very much kind of cash grab from Star oh, yeah. Wars. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did you know? I like I like the idea of imagining that that Richard Corman watched Star Wars and he's like, you know how everyone's always like, oh, Star Wars is special because it's like a medieval fantasy in space. Mm-hmm. And Richard Corman sat there and he goes, Roger Corman. Roger, I'm sorry. Roger Corman sits back and he goes, wait a minute, what if I did a medieval fantasy, fantasy in, in space, but in medieval but times? In medi- what if I did a space fantasy in medieval times? And and what if I did? No, it's what if I did a medieval. Fantasy, fantasy in, in space, space, but in medieval, in medieval times. In medieval space. Yeah, oh. and then he, like, never realizes that like, he's just doing a medieval I mean, fantasy. they did have, like, that little numb guy was being bothered by lizard men who are essentially aliens. That's true. Mm-hmm. Did you know, here's another not-known nugget that I saw when I was looking up Golfax's name, that uh, um, the same actor who played Golfax also played Simon's dad. Huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Waste not. Waste I not. I know. If you're going to kill off uh, Wolfric the Sorcerer in the first, like, five minutes of the actual movie, then you may as well have him run around in a Gullfax costume. He looked and... a lot more limp as Gullfax. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just looked wilting. I, if I were in Argentina, I can't imagine Argentina is, uh, like, cool. cool. Yeah, just not temperate. It's probably not, pretty not hot. Not good weather for wearing a, a, a Yeti Gullfax costume. costume. Yeah. Um, okay, so things we noticed and felt the desire to comment on. It seemed like there was no – we both thought this. It seemed like there was no fight choreography or no mm. director in the very beginning of this movie in the battle I, scene. I mean, like, I would argue that it just felt like there was no director the entire <laughs> movie. It felt like That's fair. the extent of directing, he said, was action and cut. And that was it. Mm-hmm. That was the whole job for this man. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that describes a lot of Roger Corman's kind of uh, whole thing is just being like, oh, yeah, no, this is... I feel like that's the kind of, like, gaslighting I expect to happen in, like, a lot of, like, l- like lower-budget just movies in general is the mm-hmm. idea that, like, the director acts like, like, oh, if you're in the biz, you'll know the right things to do. And so, right. like, I'm treating you yeah. like a professional mm-hmm. instead of the fact that they don't actually know how to do their job. Yeah. Or they don't care. Like, it seemed like he was still making money off of these movies yeah. even though they weren't like there was there was clearly money put into it because there there were a lot of extras and you know they had like horses and sets and stuff but like in terms of like the effort that seemed to be put into it i feel like they were maybe making more money than they deserved to for the <laughs> amount of effort they put in yeah I don't um, know. It was fascinating just watching. It was basically looked like they turned the camera on and like somebody's just like, go, 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 go now. <laughs> and now. then everyone's like, I guess I'll throw my cabbage in the air. Yeah. Oh. It, it did look like there were two types of extras that they used in these beginning action scenes, which was like 10 minutes of the movie. It wasn't mm-hmm. like it wasn't like a, a thing. The two types of extras were extras who knew how to ride horses and other extras <laughs> and none of them knew how to like use the fake swords that they had it's like even if you do know how to use it but there's no direction then you know you're just guessing at what the other people around right, here are gonna do yeah there's absolutely no I, fight choreography I at all i would be surprised if like people were like legit like even though like they, they were very anticlimactic and boring i wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if like a high ratio of people were actually hurt during this because I, I feel like you actually need to do planning to make it yes. safe for people to be hitting each other with props and riding swords. horses around <laughs> Like yeah, well I was I was thinking about that because I'm a, I'm of two minds about that because I think that so either people got 
hurt because there was no fight choreography or direction or anything like that, which, you know, that's awful. But I, I also think that the maybe the direction that they were given was like, okay, go. Also, don't hurt each other. Don't don't hit Please. each other with the swords. You we be can't careful. Afford this. We can't afford uh, this. We're not insured, so please be careful. Don't hit each other with this. And so everyone <laughs> was trying to like, you know, make it look like they were actually fighting without like, you know, coming close. It I, it, it could be either. not a drop of blood in this movie. No, for the amount of people that die. You know what? When I think about you know what what should be traumatic for a child you know blood ooh scary people dying funny mm-hmm. <laughs> death hilarious blood gross well we don't know if the people who got zapped with the the and turned into like red light died or maybe they got teleported somewhere they did make at one point one of the refs was about uh, send him to the cornfield which is a reference to an amazing twilight zone uh, twilight zone episode one of my favorites so i was really happy that they did that yeah so we we don't know that this now i think the most gruesome what what would you what did you think because you're right they did not have a lot of like gruesome deaths it was all very like even core the conqueror would just like they oh, they ripped on this they, they would they would push I didn't say over they weren't and, like gruesome deaths I just said that they didn't show a drop of blood That's fair What do you think was the most gruesome death though Uh probably the soup pot right like getting boiled oh. in a soup pot's probably a bad time I that that definitely comes in second Okay um uh Maybe ogres liked. Maybe it was just like a you know a like hot a hot bath. tub for him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what their 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 constitution is. I think the most gruesome one was when the sorcerer uh, turned those three guys into mice and then oh, Apula and then went and stomped, stomped on, on them. them. Yeah, yeah, that was. I thought dark. he was like going to eat them or something. <laughs> but no, Again, he just like. Went I just think like, it's funny because it's like bo- blood is a bodily fluid that mm-hmm. literally every human being has. And okay, it's this, okay, like, magic puberty song. <laughs> you can't show it. Yeah, but you can show like three sentient human beings being turned into small creatures and being crushed. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Well, they didn't show them being crushed. They didn't show the blood. It's true. They're, yeah, they're, it was implied. Maybe Apula was just stomping to scare them away and they ran into the walls and I'm just trying to express happy. that our standards for gore are kind uh, of silly. I agree. I agree with you. Um, let's talk about Apula. Mm. Can we talk about Apula real quick? I feel like Apula and Gulfwax have the same problem. Okay. That they are they are featured prominently. The camera frequently pans over to them. Other characters seem to revere and interact with them. Mm-hmm. But you know, like with with Chewbacca, right? Like if you're yes. going to take an example of a puppet character who we can't understand, but we can still build a relationship with Chewbacca because he actually does something, right? Like he I actually... do like that you call him Chewbacca. No, no, no. I'm <laughs> talking about the real Chewbacca. I'm I know, I know, movie. but you're calling him Chewbacca instead of Chewbacca. What, how do you say it? Chewbacca. What am I saying? Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> We're buddies. Hey, we go way back. Chewbacca! <laughs> Me and Chewbacca. <laughs> we go way back. Yeah. I don't know. It feels weird saying Chewbacca. I mean, yeah, that's his name. But Chewbacca. <laughs> Chewbacca. Tell me about Chewbacca No, again. I'll tell you about Chewbacca. Okay. <laughs> uh, so your Chewbacca, like, actually interacts in the movies. He mm-hmm. has... He has actions that he does. He fires at the bad guys, and he celebrates a victory and stuff like well, that. Well, and they did they did a really good job both with Chewbacca and also with R two D two these these two kind of nonverbal characters, where they had another character who could understand them and they would respond in a way that would let you know what what they, they were had saying. said. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and there was. 
there was meaning in their roles. They yes. weren't just yeah. there, mm-hmm. you know. And while they did sometimes translate what, you know, Goldflox was saying, um, or what Apula was implying, oftentimes right. it had no even what they were saying had no bearing for the scene. No. And then mm. and then their roles had no meaning. Like you could have deleted them from the movie and nothing would have changed. And you can't if you deleted R two D two from the movie, Star Wars would be a different movie. It would be because yeah. But if you delete Golf Wax from the movie. I agree. You could you could get Golf Wax out of there. He is he he can go bye bye. Yeah. Um Apula, I think, is my favorite Oh, minion character. Okay, now. I think like, Apula replaced Torgo as my number one favorite minion character. So, can you explain to me why, when uh, Shurka, the mm-hmm. villain with the crab hat, which is a funny joke that they make the whole time yes, about yeah, the crab mm-hmm. hat, uh, Shurka approaches the the good wizard to yes. to steal his ring and slay him, um, and he gets stopped by Apula, who has something to say right now, uh-huh. uh, and <laughs> that throws off the whole gig. Yeah. But they also don't bother to tell us what it was that was so important that Apula had to say it right then. What do you think? Tell me what Apula whispered sweetly into Shurka's ear in that moment. I did a boom boom. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. I'm need, so I sorry. I need you to change me, please. I need to be changed. I need to be changed. And he's like, Okay, honey, just one second. Just daddy's, wo- daddy's, Daddy's sorcering. Daddy's right now. working right now. Let me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, okay, here's why I love Apula. Yes. Um. Apula is a not a named character. Apula is the name that they came up with in the in the riffing because it's an ape that also looks like Dracula. Oh, I didn't even notice that mm. they don't actually nope. call him Apula. I don't. I don't. His name is not Apula. He's just he's just a Dracula ape, which rules. Um, he's always jumping around. He's doing stuff like stomping on mice, which is like out of control. Like <laughs> it's not cool, but it's like it's like you know he's he's a wild card. Apula is a real wild card. A. Like, is for the way you ape <laughs> around P is for how you pee on the ground. You you is you are very extraordinary. L is leaping down and even more than extra hairy. A is also for a a and now we've spelled Spelled the whole word it's a good song um we yeah we should be we should have written i would have done if i would have written this episode i would have replaced the puberty song with a tribute to apula Mm. and maybe if apula does appear in wizards of the lost kingdom 2 maybe there is a tribute to apula Maybe they're saving all that gold they for could, later. They could for for Laidula. For they're saving it for Chewbacca. 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 Um. Yeah. No. I think Apula rules. Apula is a wild card. Apula is crazy and cool. And Apula would be tons of fun at like a party. Comment below for Apula shirts. I think Apula. Like, can you imagine just like turning Apula loose in a fast food restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> See, what I feel like. What you're implying is that he's just gonna go crazy around the food. I feel like he's just gonna eat all the kids. I don't exactly. Apula okay. is a wild card, okay. and that's why he's a great minion. Mm-hmm. Because what do you you know you're what are you gonna do if you're? Well, what are you gonna do? You're gonna you're not gonna send your Chewbacca out there, right? You're, you're not gonna, gonna send your Chewbacca. You're gonna send your Apula. Your Apula is the mm-hmm. one you're gonna put in that chaos. Apula, he, he also like he's like the bad guy's right hand man. 
and he's the only one left standing at the end of it. Yeah. Like none of the other bad, all the other bad guys either get like turned into uh, blue light or red light. Apula falls in love with Gulf Wax. I yeah. And they I mean, right off into the sunset. Together. That that would be fine. I would watch that movie. It would be <laughs> it would be like the beginning of uh, a new hope, where it's just Apula and Gulf Wax wandering a desert. There you go. Yep. Except neither of them can talk, so it would be it would be like the beginning of Wally. Actually, <laughs> it's Apula and Gulf Wax just picking up trash. Um. Do you remember your favorite riff from this movie? Um, it had to do with a sound effect. Now I'm trying to remember what it was. Give me a second. Okay. A is for <laughs> Abula. I remember what your favorite riff was. Yeah, I yeah. always write it down. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it what it didn't have to do with the sound effect. Yes, I'm going to tell you what it is. Um, it was when he was uh, Simon is fighting the geeky phantom warrior, and oh, the like they do the yeah, yeah. It's like does my helmet look no, crooked? No, I, I thought that riff was hilarious. Mm-hmm. No, I think yeah. one of mine had to do with like they were making sound effects while people were making magic that were like eh. Yeah, that eh. you did. You did. Eh. You laughed harder at the does my helmet look crooked one. Okay, fine. so that was what was your favorite riff? Um, oh gosh, that's that's a good question. I didn't write it down because I was so focused on making sure I wrote yours down. Oh, that's very sweet. I think this could be our favorite riff because I also like this. They did like a Napoleon Dynamite bit, which I feel like we're space bonding. It's we are space bonding. I feel like Napoleon Dynamite is far enough outside of like the old pop culture kind of zeitgeist now that referencing it again is funny the undead horse trope what you know because a dead horse is like oh, you keep coming back to it and everyone's okay. sick of it but mm-hmm. undead is they were sick of it but then the, there's a break and now they're not sick of it now again. it's a cool it's yeah. a cool undead horse yeah cool yeah I like so that. vote for pedro yes um anything else that you noticed and felt the desire to comment on about this movie Apula. 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 Cool. Well, um, <laughs> cool. Cool. In that case, um, so unlike last week's uh, Magic Sword um, episode where I did not solicit uh, letters from listeners, I did uh, for this episode. Um, so we've got some uh, – we, we have some comments from our listeners. We, we, are, we do most of our interaction with our listeners at facebook.com slash Gizmonic Institute Radio. Um, so that's uh, where you can find us and interact with us. And, uh, yeah, um, it's a really great community, really awesome people there. Um, and uh, so, yeah, check out check us out, facebook.com slash Gizmonic Institute Radio. Our friend Cy, Cy. writes, um, watching this episode now, it occurs to me. <laughs> I thought that was going to be the whole comment. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the comment. So, <laughs> All right. Hey, watching this. Hey, hey, I've seen this. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> First, um, <laughs> it occurs to me that this is an extremely efficient way to watch junk movies. It's like a cinematic nutrition shake consisting of a mashup of standard fantasy ingredients, but also containing a full 30% of your recommended daily intake of recycled Deathstalker footage and at least 30 minutes of Battle from Beyond the Stars soundtrack per serving. Now, hang on. Yeah. Okay. Is mm-hmm. he talking about specifically this movie or yes. the whole concept of Mystery Science Theater? Because that's Mystery Science Theater in a nutshell. It makes unwatchable movies watchable. Yes. So well, the- I, I think he's talking about the combination of the the actual movie plus the Deathstalker footage plus the, there's a a movie that Roger Corman directed called Battle Beyond the Stars okay. not Battle from Beyond the Stars like I said earlier um, and 
he is notorious for reusing the Battle Beyond the Stars like soundtrack oh. in other films. And so the uh, the comment here is about how the the perfect makeup of a bad movie is just to take Deathstalker and Battle Beyond the Stars and then combine it with some other footage. Well spotted and eloquently stated, Cy. Thank you. Oh, Cy. That's I for you were Cy, not okay. for you. That's fair. Well, thank. I meant to say thank you, Cy. I wasn't saying thank you to you. <laughs> I didn't think you were complimenting me. Um, our friend Paul writes in. Paul. And says, I watched this last night. And <laughs> the end of comment, period. And it was an average episode. The movie gave them a lot to work with. A smarmy kid, a non-standard hero, and a weird walking carpet companion. Mm-hmm. But, as with a lot of season 11, the jokes feel too dense and sometimes seem like they come before what they're riffing on. That is interesting. The, I, mm-hmm. the density is different, right? And so, yes. like, I feel like if you watch, it's almost like how they say, like, if you're driving, the person who's driving faster than you is a jerk, and the mm-hmm. person who's driving slower than you is an idiot. Yeah. But of course, you're always faster or slower than someone else because right. the likelihood mm-hmm. that you're going the exact same speed is very small. Well, so you if, wouldn't know if you're going the exact same speed as someone else because you would never come in contact with them. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like if you grew up watching the original series, you would feel like this one's really dense. But if this was your first series and you went back and watched the old ones, you might feel like the other ones are slow. The in and it is interesting too because you know. That we, I think we've called this in the past uh, RPM or riffs per minute. Mm. And in the early seasons of the show, the riffs per minute were very. It was a very low number, right? Because there's there's you know some some time where you're literally just watching the movie, right? With them, and yeah. and you're you're you can tell they're trying to kind of get their rhythm and find things that they can joke on. I feel like um, there's pros and cons to both approaches because I felt like almost this like sense of companionship in the beginning when the yes. rest were slower mm-hmm. because it did feel like I was in a movie theater with friends, right? Yeah, um, yeah. But I, but I can also like enjoy the, the continual feeding of riffs because sometimes with that older formula, sometimes I would actually start to suffer from watching the bad movie. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like they're trying to protect us from the pain more. Well, in it's also it is this interesting kind of uh, we we talked about this a little bit in one of our last episodes but the idea that MST3K is is this thing that appeals to so many people of so many different ages mm-hmm. and, and and things like that so like when you have those episodes that are slower, you can tell that they they whittled the jokes down to the most meaningful ones or mm. the best ones that they could come up with. Mm-hmm. But even even then, not all of those are going to land with everybody. No, that's true. With the with the they're casting a wider net. Yes, right? and, and with the uh, uh, the the more rapid fire uh, riffs, I think you are going to have a better chance of like if they do five in the span of like 20 seconds one of them is probably going to land with you right and and i think that's you know it's an interesting it's an interesting conundrum it's an interesting way of like uh definitely an interesting topic to bring up though so thank you i would actually be interested to see um what the the measured rpm is per episode yeah. Uh, I don't know if anyone's actually done that. Let's get uh, the science done. Yeah, but it, it would be interesting to see like how it fluctuates with who's writing and who's the who's riffing because I know that the, as the cast changes, it probably changes as the writers change. Um, so that you know, it'd be it'd be really interesting. But um, Paul ends with saying, "That said, I enjoyed the movie and or I enjoyed the episode and we'll watch it again." He did not say he enjoyed the movie; he said he enjoyed the episode. <laughs> the episode. Uh, I, I liked this episode a lot. 
Just for the record, anyone who, who writes in, I will say your name weird. Mm-hmm. Mm, free treat. All. Free treat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Chewbacca. Bye. Uh, yeah, so thank you for writing in, Cy and Paul. Um, again, that's facebook.com slash Gizmonic Institute Radio. Uh, we put out a call uh, for episode feedback. Um, and uh, so you can, you know, contribute there and we'll read it on the show. Um so yeah, uh, that's our Facebook page. Uh, you got any requests for haikus yet? Uh, we have not had any requests for haikus. Eh. And and I, I don't know if you're about to ask this as well, but no, no one has sent in their art yet eh. from earlier in this episode. Eh. No one, no one is listening to us. Send me a riddle. Or send Renee a riddle. Send That's me a, a new riddle. request. Yeah, <laughs> send her a riddle. Send her a. What are those things you like to do up here in space? The, uh, they're not crosswords. Logic they're puzzles. Logic puzzles. Yeah, sure. Mm. Timmy is younger than Tammy, who's standing to the left of Jimmy. Yes. Um, but which one of them is which, wearing jammies? Yes. Mm. Mm. Um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts Apple and Podcasts. you have the time and would like to give us a nice review, uh, we would love that. It helps other people find the show. Um, we are also on Spotify and Stitcher and uh, a bunch of other podcatchers as well. So, which Write you, down how sultry our tones are. Y- or just, you know, that you like it. Sultry I, is spelled S-U-L-T-R-Y. Yeah, you're you are good at spelling. No, I'm just I want to make sure that they spell it right. Oh, okay. they, if they write we're salty voices. Yeah. They've got really salty voices. What That's is that not mean? As good. They they just they always sound like they're upset. I did. There was another um, a conqueror was the other because core the conqueror. I had to learn how to spell conqueror oh. this episode. Do you want me uh, to spell it for you? Yes. C O N Q U E R O R. I believe you that that's Was that correct. wrong? I don't know. Now I, I'm really anxious about it. Oh so what'd you say? Q U Q U E R O R. Yeah, you were right. Okay. You did it right. Alright. Well do you have any final thoughts on this episode uh right now i'm thinking about how like when somebody dies in a movie and it goes like in this movie particularly no just thinking (laughs) about the idea of that okay cool well um this is the audio log for mst3k season 11 episode 10 wizards of the lost kingdom renee that was a that was i want to say delicious audio log did you say renee or did you say farmer renee farmer renee oh we're doing farmer now okay Oh, howdy. Howdy, Dr. Dad. Dodd, Dodd, Daddy Dodd. Let's maybe not do that. I think Dr. Rod is just fine. I'm going to spray these here chia seeds. Mm, Yep. Okay, so now we pour. (laughs) Yep. No, it's because we're farmers now. Oh. Golly gee. Willikers, I've got a whole mess of chia seeds hey, here. Hey, look, Roger. I'm going to swallow well, this paste. we got pile down on the farm here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, okay, so we're supposed to put some... I uh, swallowed some. Yeah, just I take some. the packets. Now, <laughs> as you can tell, because it was liquidated, I got like, you know, I got like bags of this stuff, man. Yeah, like, some know, of like these are actual liquid. <laughs> I think he took his liquidation very seriously. I'm going to put a design on your forehead, brother. Oh, thank you, sister. Zip, zip, zap. Oh. What do you think of that? It looks like a third eye. <laughs> it is a third eye. Can you see me through it? Uh, no, close, sure can't. Close but your other one. It definitely feels like it's tingling. Yeah. 
But you know, just uh, just put it like all over your, you know, anywhere you got space. Put it on your arms. Put it on. Uh... You know what? I bet I need to get Trebus's back so he doesn't. Yeah, let's get... put it all over Trebus. I don't want him to get a sunburn. Trebus, Trebus, you come here, come here, you little scamp. Oh, here we, we go. We gonna smear some seeds on you. It's soaking his barks. Yeah. Oh, he likes it. He's winking. Oh, he's winking mm. a lot. You silly little goose. All right, well, now what, should we should we spread it on the control panel, Dr. Odd? Because that doesn't seem like it's going to be real conducive I mean, to the ship's operational. I mean, look, what could go wrong? It's growing hippie plants, whatever. Just That's just true. Hippies love pills. the universe. Put it okay. on the walls. All right. Yeah, let's... Oh, spread the chia seeds. Let all hail the chia seeds. All hail the... <laughs> I, you know what? My throat's starting to feel kind of silky. You did eat a lot of those chia seeds. I feel... Was she supposed you, to do that? You ate... You ate the seeds? I yeah. feel real silky. She gobbled okay. straight down. Oh, Jeff. Yeah? Am I tongue the color of chia seeds? Oh, it, I think it is... It, yeah, it looks like the top of Mr. T's head. What? Yeah, your tongue. My tongue? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, Golly, uh, gee, gosh darn. It's a weird-looking huh? plant, I gotta say. Yeah. It's a strange texture. I think I'm turning plant. into Mr. T from the inside out. <laughs> oh, I'm man. Pretty okay, the I'm, I gotta drop the accent here, because this is, this is weird. Oh, I'm pretty the fool. Oh, no. <laughs> ah! <laughs> okay, oh, okay. Okay. I'm so full of pity and mercy. All right, I'm going to need you to, uh, okay, let's get this bottle of Go over by the window over there, yeah. you know, and so mm-hmm. you can get some of that sunlight coming hey, in Renee, on you. Hey, Renee, try this Coca-Cola I got for you. I won't try it because I got so much graciousness, graciousness well, towards people who aren't as wise as other people. Ah, well, what would you drink then? Mr. T. I want some milk. Oh, here's some milk. With I got sedative. some. This is. Oh yeah, this is some I mean, sedative the, the, milk right I mean, here. If the guy wants milk. Give him the milk. Yeah, here you go. Whatever. Uh, Dr. Rod, I'm so glad that for some reason we are always running out of water, but you keep us fully stocked with bottles upon bottles of Epicac. Um, yes. Yeah. Oh, I also got that in the liquidation oh. part. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, that's a lot of chia. That's ah! it's a lot of chia. That's that's this too is, much. This is such a waste. I, it's, it's it's like you are like barfing my my profits. I mean, right on the oh, look, it's Guys, still growing. Look, it's still growing. Yeah, it's still growing yeah, it's when it's underground. That's, yeah. supposed to happen. <laughs> no. that's the magic and wonder of life. Uh-huh. It's growing really fast. Life throws yeah. in the cracks, you know. You noticed? Uh, isn't that stuff supposed to be green? Yeah, this one's yellow now, and it does That's smell weird. like your bile, Renee. Yeah, but like, it's sort of like you know how dandelions pop up in the cracks of you know driveways. You know, my puke is now a life form. Okay, so it, wait—is it the dandelion or the driveway? Is your puke Listen, making noise? This is not. Uh, <laughs> this is not going as planned, which is crazy because mm. normally. All of my ideas check out really good. No, your plans okay. are airtight. Unlike the spaceship, <laughs> your plans are airtight. That's, that is a fair point. <laughs> that is but a really good that. idea. We got tape. We got tape on there. Yeah, it's we good. should. We should take your well, not your puke, because I believe that it is sentient. Um, Mr. Puke, are you sentient? It looks like there's like a 
blue portal opening in the middle. Oh, that is. Okay, this here's is what we do. Getting weird. We need to mix the rest of these chia seeds with some water, and then yes. try and clog this portal. <laughs> you want to clog the portal? <laughs> yes. The portal. Seeds. I'm doing some scans here. I'm uh-huh. Doing some scans. Yeah. Yep. Yep. The portal is definitely opening up to the okay. Mr. T zone. Oh, oh no. no, not the Mr. Quick, T zone. Quick, quick, quick. Pour those chia seeds in. I've heard Dr. Oz talk about the Mr. T zone. And <laughs> it's a very important part of your face. It seems weird because I I told you guys to to wipe these the sweet, sweet chia mud mm-hmm. right on your T zones. Yes. So yes. maybe there was a uh, some kind of connection, and and it opened up a portal to the, the, the Mister T zone. <laughs> I mean, now listen, I don't okay. want to alarm you. Okay, I think you're about Whatever. to answer my question. It's full of Mister T's. Okay, yep, that was. All right, the... I'm dumping the sack in. Okay, dump, dump in the whole sack. In. All right, I'm gonna dump as much of this clam juice on top of it as I can. All in right, mi- yeah. in the Mister T zone, uh-huh. everything is Mister T. Oh, oh, everything like really. Trees everything. And grass Mr. T's. And you've got Mr. T-shirts. You've got Mr. T time. Every atom in existence to the Mr. T zone is in fact Mr. T. Hey Jeff. Yes. Have you noticed that now you can feel the song in your bones? Yes, I can. the The portal definitely is. Uh, I feel like I need to go in there. Uh, are you good? Are you going to go into the Mister T zone? I don't know. Can't you feel like calling? I him? don't. Think, I don't think that's a good idea. But listen to me. <laughs> if you do, if you happen to step into the Mister T zone, mm-hmm. and let's suppose just uh, you know spitballing here that you make it back alive, okay? Could you please grab some of them sweet, sweet gold chains that he's got oh, in there because sure. Daddy has bills to pay. So grab them, grab them I guess sweet chains. This chia experiment I've, has kind of gone out of the I've window. Never felt this belonging in the universe. I'm going in, Jeff. Okay. Goodbye, well, Doctor Daddy. Goodbye, okay. Jeff. Okay. Okay. She went in the portal. Um, yeah. Listen, she's totally dead. So. Oh, no, that sucks. <gasps> oh, hey. Oh, hey. Oh. So many gold chains. Oh, you really do have a lot of gold chains. Why, why are you covered in the pink goo like in Poltergeist? It's like how how you ever done have you ever done Mardi Gras? But everything's made out of Mr. T, and you have to crawl inside of Mr. T's body, and it's Mardi Gras, and there's beads. But, but they're, they're gold, gold chains? chains. That's pretty much Mardi Gras. I yeah, I need to take a bath. That sounds good. Co- okay, you know what? I'm I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna go visit the Mr. T Zone. Jeff, don't What's do bye? it. Jeff, no. Okay. Well. Oh God. No, don't come back. It's gonna okay. So how many gold chains did you get, Renee? Did you get I a lot? I got at least fifty. Yes. <laughs> go ahead. Sh- Daddy's so proud. Oh God, that was a mistake. Oh. Why did you do that? <laughs> oh. I told you that. Oh, well, there was. No, there's so much. I, I there's tried to so tell much. You. I don't I don't know where the Mr. T started and Mr. Me ended in that universe. You had to shake your cha cha to get more gold chains. Oh, I realized at what I did when I was there, I realized before I showed up, there was no fool. And then I got there. I was the fool. Well, you were the fool, man. I was the fool. You're and, you were pitied, and you were pitied all across. I am all across existence. 
I am what caused the pity for the fool. I am the fool. It's causation. Oh, my goodness. But I did get a hundred gold chains. Yeah, I got like double that. (laughs) Now, there we go. Now we're talking. Well, look, I think we can all agree when this is all said and done. This has been a very successful uh, process. This Once is again, exactly what you planned again? This is the this portal's is your... starting to close. Yeah. It's it... really, honestly, I couldn't have asked for a better Father's Day. Happy, happy, happy Father's, Father's Day, Day Dr. Happy Doctor's Day, Father. You're my A-team. Uh...